You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hi there. You're joining me for episode 169 of the Blended Family Podcast. My apologies for not bringing you a show last week. I ended up getting sick, and normally I would just push myself through that, but this time I didn't. And the reason I didn't is because I know the reason I got sick in the first place was from pushing myself too hard. I'm studying to get some licensing, and it's really hard. Plus, I'm training for this new career shift and trying to do everything else that I normally do. So that includes being a mom, running the cleaning business, and doing the podcast. Naturally, if anything has to get put off, it has to be this podcast, which makes me sad to say. But the truth of the matter is that the podcast doesn't pay me. In fact, it costs me money to run, and I keep thinking I can do it all, but I have to accept that I can't, especially if I want to be healthy. I mean, I wasn't even eating for a week or two, so I was like a walking zombie, wondering why I felt so tired. It's amazing what a little food and rest does for the body. So I'm feeling much better this week, and I'm trying to listen to my body and at the same time trying not to overwhelm myself. I anticipate getting through my licensing within the next few weeks. And even though I'll still be training after that, it should be a little easier at that point because at least I'll be through with the bulk of the studying. So I will keep you posted. Once I get through the bulk of the training, I'll let you guys know exactly what it is that we're doing. And if I don't put out a weekly show, I hope to at least get one out to you every other week for now until I get things back in order. I just recently set up that new format for the show and the last two months, this one and last, I missed the third show of the month, which is supposed to be a blended family issue that I cover. So today, instead of doing only listener questions, like I usually do for the last week of the month, I'm going to combine the topic I had scheduled for last week with some listener questions this week. I have to be a little bit creative during this shift. So Today's topic is how to help your angry child deal with the divorce. And this was a topic suggested by a listener in the Facebook group, but I think it was last year, so forgive me for not remembering who it was. Before I get to that, my announcements, I wanna give a big, big shout out to Sayaka from Japan, who sent me a generous donation. Sayaka has been following the podcast from day one, so for over three years now, and we've become online friends. I rarely ask for donations, you guys. I hate to even ask, but I do have a PayPal donate button on the website over at blendedfamilypodcast.com, and the donations just help me to keep the show running for you. Any money that is donated does not go in my pocket, nor it is used to go shopping. All of that money stays in a separate account that helps to offset the cost of running the show. I have internet expenses and different online expenses to make this happen so it helps. Otherwise, it's me paying for all of it out of pocket. Now, it's my promise to always keep all of my content free for you so any amount helps me so that it's not always coming out of my pocket. So thank you, Sayaka. I appreciate that so much. Another thing that helps me offset the cost is when you support my sponsor, Songfinch. You've heard me talk about them before. 
One of my girlfriends actually just ordered a song from them for her boyfriend, and she decided to do a hip hop song with a romantic tone. See, they will do anything you want. It's a song made just for you. You get to choose the genre and the mood of the song. And the really cool part is that it's filled with details that you provide. This is such a unique company. I've already had them create a song for my bonus kids. And more recently, they created a song for my husband, Sean, for our anniversary. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and I can't think of a better gift for that special mother in your life. But really, it's a great gift for any occasion. And don't forget, graduations are coming in June. So if you have a kid graduating, how sweet of a gift that would be for your teenager. Now, what you're hearing in the background is my song. So take a listen to it now. good things about Songfinch. The process, by the way, so easy. It takes only about a week and they keep in contact with you the whole time. Now, when you use my promo code, you'll get a $20 discount. So make sure you use blended family, which is going to be in all capital letters, one word, blended family, to take advantage of that special offer. And please, if you do use their services, let me know what you think. All right, that's enough of that today. No more announcements. Let's get right into it. Helping your angry child cope with divorce. Now, some of you might be well past divorce at this point and already moved on into your new blended family, while others are maybe going through the divorce process right now. When it comes to angry children, it really doesn't matter. And I say that because you can have a child who remains angry 
after their parents' divorce for years. You may notice that some kids have no trouble whatsoever while others really struggle. So why is that? Well, there could be lots of reasons for that. You need to take age into account, of course, as well as the circumstances surrounding the divorce. That is going to play a huge role. But you also can't forget that all children are different in the way they handle their emotions. And how are you handling their emotions as their parent? You also need to take into account your own behavior as well as your ex's. So let's break this down a little bit. Age of the kids, that's pretty self-explanatory, but not necessarily a guideline. What I mean is you can't say that all five-year-olds might react this way and then all teens react that way. It's a very individual thing, but age does play a role. Generally speaking, though, I would guess that the majority of kids who are in an angry state are a bit older. Maybe the preteen and teen years would generally have more anger over a parent's divorce than a young child. Most elementary school kids are a little bit more go with the flow. But remember, that is just speaking very generally. We need to look at all the factors. The biggest factor being the circumstances surrounding the divorce. And I told you this one is huge and it's for obvious reasons. What happened? Are the child's parents fighting a lot? Are they putting the child in the middle? Have they explained anything to the child or are they leaving the kid to wonder what's happening? Is there a new blended family being formed? And if so, how soon after? Does the child have a say in anything? Is there a move involved, a new school? You see, all of these things matter. And when I say that, I don't want you to think that any of it is your fault. Like if you had to divorce and move your children to a new school and they're angry about it, it's not your fault that they're angry. You can't control your child's emotions. I'm just trying to give you some reasons for why it might be happening. These are just the things I want you to look at if your child's angry. It's going to help you figure out where the anger is coming from. I can tell you from experience that most of the time, kids are angry for a few main reasons. In many cases, it's because they're left in the dark. They find out their parents are getting divorced and they're not explained as to why. As parents, we don't want to share those ugly details with our kids. We don't want to talk bad about the other parent. And that's right, we shouldn't. But in this process of trying to shelter them, sometimes we forget to tell them anything at all. And for a five-year-old, this might be fine, but for a child who's a little bit older, they can handle some details, some kind of age-appropriate explanation for what's happening around them. Even though the divorce is between adults, the kids are always hugely affected, but we go on and make decisions and handle things without ever consulting with them. And what do I mean by that? Let me explain because I don't want to imply that you need your child's approval to make any decisions about your own life. But how about just opening up a conversation about it? For example, let's say you are moving and your child has to change schools. Many times parents are so wrapped up in their own stuff that they forget that this is a large transition for the child, huge. So maybe sit down and tell them, Yes, you do have to move, but maybe ask them how they feel about it. What are their fears surrounding the change? And what could you do as their parent to make them more comfortable? Or maybe they have unanswered questions about the divorce. You know, 
what is going through their mind might be so much worse than what actually happened. This was the case with one of my kids. She was holding on to a lot of anger when she was young, which was causing behavioral issues. So finally one day I sat down with her and I told her some details that she just didn't know. I didn't need to talk badly about her dad. I just just shared some facts with her. And that little bit helped her so much. Now I had no idea I was doing anything wrong. I was trying to protect her by not telling her a lot of things, but she had some crazy stories running around in her mind. And once I was able to clarify things, all of that went away. And she was only eight. Your kids know more than you think, but at the same time, they don't know what they don't know. They're watching everything in front of them and they're always coming to their own conclusions. And so when you don't talk to them, you have no idea what they're thinking. Another thing that really angers children is when their parents put them in the middle. This is a big no-no, and it's not the first time I'm telling you this. This places an insane amount of pressure on a child. They naturally want to please. They should never be put in any position to choose one parent over the other or to spy on the other parent or be the go-between. All wrong. Please don't do it. This is one way to build anger in a child. It's putting them in an unfair position. And by the way, what do you do in this case if it's not you who's doing it, but it's your ex? You may not be able to control for your ex right now, but if this is happening, don't add to it. Talk to your child about what's happening and be sure to let them know that you're aware of it. Validate their feelings. At least they'll feel a little bit better knowing that they have one parent who gets it. Next, kids can be angry over the behavior of their parents, even if this has nothing to do with them. If you and your ex are constantly fighting, that can make a child angry. Or sometimes parents start acting really different after the divorce. That can make a child angry. In some cases, a parent might act really irresponsible, or maybe they start drinking, or even maybe a parent becomes really depressed. When a child notices a parent changing their personality, it can really affect them, especially when it's for the worse. Divorce is hard on both kids and adults, but as adults, we really need to keep our behavior in check. And last, kids can be angry just because things have changed, and they don't want to accept it. Change is hard whatever the change is. And like I mentioned earlier, it could be a move, but also changes in schedule can disrupt a kid's life or changes in routine or in family dynamics, changes on how often they get to spend time with one of their parents or both. So those are some of the main issues that keep children in a state of anger after a divorce. There are so many more reasons, of course, and you would need to figure out what in particular is angering your child. So what can we do about it? That's the important piece, right? How can we get our child to let go of the anger and move forward? First, communicate with them. In many cases, kids just wanna feel that they matter. And lots of times, a simple conversation can tell them that. You need that conversation anyway so that you can find out where the anger is coming from. Don't be scared to do this. Even if you and your child don't have great communication skills, it's okay. That's how you work that muscle. Initially, the talks might feel awkward or forced. You might have a child who just sits there with an attitude. Don't stop trying and keep your mood light. 
Don't act like their anger bothers you. Whatever you do, don't show anger back. Ask questions if they don't want to open up. The point is you need to find out why they're angry and they might not even know, but a conversation should give you some clues. Depending on how the conversation goes, you can then follow up with what might be necessary to heal. And that could mean many things, right? Therapy or family counseling might be something you decide to consider. But the other solutions can be very simple once you know what's eating away at them. So if they feel neglected since mom and dad are stressed out all the time, then you can carve out some time to spend that is stress-free. If they're angry because they had to move, maybe you can let them help decorate their new room so it feels better to them. If they're angry because they feel in the middle, you can be more aware of the circumstances that are causing them to feel that way. So you see, it's not that hard to figure out if you really take a look at things as well as talk to them. That doesn't mean the anger goes right away. It's probably going to take time depending on the cause, but you'll be surprised how things can change when a child feels heard and understood. And again, therapy is great for deeper issues. And I'll say if a child's anger is causing them to be violent towards others or towards themselves, you definitely want to seek professional help right away. Now, since I'm combining this topic with listener questions, I found a couple of questions in my email box that related to this topic. So I will read those for you today. This first one says, Melissa, I've been listening to your show for over a year and love it. My question is this, how do I help an angry child? My son is 13 and he's never happy. I got divorced from his dad two years ago. His dad was having an affair, but my son doesn't know this. I've started dating someone a few months ago and recently introduced him to my son, but my son was very rude and wants no part of it. I haven't dated at all until now, yet my ex-husband has dated many women. My son holds no anger towards his dad. I don't know what to do. Please help. A frustrated mom. Okay, frustrated mom. I can totally see why you're frustrated. First of all, Have you opened up a conversation with your son about this? Have you ever asked him why he's so angry towards you or why he doesn't want you to date? I know you're trying to protect him by not telling him about the affair. And in many cases, that's fine. But in your case, it almost seems like he's blaming you for the divorce. That was true in my case as well, like I was telling you about my own daughter. So you might wanna consider talking to him about the circumstances surrounding your divorce. He's old enough to understand that now. And you can be factual without saying anything derogatory about his dad. For instance, your dad made some other choices that were more important to him than our marriage. You know the maturity level of your son, so you would have to determine what would be appropriate for him. If it was never explained to him, then he's making his own assumptions. And why should you, mom, take all of the blame So talk to him and see if that helps. I think you're just being put in an unfair position right now just because he doesn't know. And the next question. I've been divorced for a year and I have custody of my two daughters. Their mom sees them sporadically because she's not in a very good place right now. She lives with her parents and has some mental issues. She's bipolar, among other things. One of my daughters is not handling her mother's absence very well. She's 14 and naturally wants a mom around. She's lately been acting up at school and home and has been a bit of a bully towards my younger daughter, who's 10. 
My daughter also seems to resent me for her mother's absence, but it really isn't my fault, and she knows that. How can I get her to stop being so angry all the time? All right, so this question, a bit similar to the other. Again, let's try to figure out why she's angry. You say she doesn't blame you for her mother's absence, so that's good. Her anger is probably very simply due to what you said. Her mom isn't around. A 14-year-old girl usually yearns for maternal presence, and in your case, her anger might be because that was taken from her and out of her control. If you're wondering why she isn't showing anger towards her mom, well, that would be because she doesn't want to push her mom away, right? She wants her mom around more, and she already knows that you're there for her no matter what, right? But her mom, she's not sure. So I think this is just misplaced anger, but I would still try to talk to her about her feelings. Don't be afraid to ask her how she feels about her mom and what's happening. And I would also recommend therapy as well as maybe find a female presence in her life, maybe a grandmother or an aunt, a friend. Validate her feelings. Tell her that you know how hard it is for her to not have her mom around. Ask her what could help and what she needs. I'm sure you're really busy as a single dad and probably working full time, so it must be hard for you, but don't forget the importance of the role that you play in her life. You're playing both mom and dad right now, so maybe you can find some time to carve out where you can do something special together, even if it's just an hour a week, and be sure to keep talking to her as much as possible. I really hope that helps. You guys, communication is gonna be your biggest key in any issue that you have with your kids. You gotta talk to them. If any of you have a question that you'd like me to answer on or off the show, send them to melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com and let me know if I can share that question publicly or actually let me know if I can't. That would be better. Otherwise, I'll just assume that it's okay. I hope that today's show was helpful for you guys. Feedback can be sent to me at that same email I just mentioned. Come on and join us in the private Facebook group over at blendedfamilypodcast.com slash group if you want to continue the conversation over there. Now, there will not be a show next week, but for sure the week after. So thank you so much for listening and much love to you all. Thank you for being patient with me. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.